afternoon, Patriots. And today is Friday, September 9th in the year 2022. 9-9. I don't know if that means anything for people that do numbers. <laughs> it just sounded cool. 2022-9-9. But it, it, there is some interesting stuff we're going to talk about today that do have to do with dates. And it's pretty amazing. Before we begin, Patriots, make sure you're getting a great night's sleep. I just got a great night's sleep. But the only thing missing was my my pillow. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards is your location for the best pillow sleep products around. Take a listen to this message. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. And again, that's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Patriots, there is some crazy stuff going on in the news that all centers around the Queen. And as you know, this is a big moment in the history of England because the Queen has passed. Listen to some of these details that go along with what goes on next. Pay close attention to some of these details. Queen Elizabeth II sets in motion several plans, Operation London Bridge, Operation Unicorn, and Operation Spring Tide. These are the detailed plans that, with the Queen's blessing and guidance, governs what happens now that she is no longer the monarch. These plans have been in the works for years. The moment Queen Elizabeth died, her 73-year-old son, Prince Charles, became King Charles III, and his wife is now Queen Consort Camilla. Operation London Bridge governs everything from how the news was broken about the Queen's death all the way to the social media etiquette. And Operation Unicorn includes the plans for getting the Queen's coffin back to London from where she died in Scotland. Operation London Bridge dictates a 10-day mourning period for the entire country. The Queen's televised state funeral will be at Westminster Abbey and will be held sometime around the end of that 10-day period. She'll be buried next to her late husband, Prince Philip. At the same time, Operation Spring Tide is in motion. That is the plan for Charles to ascend the throne. One of the first actions happens the day after the Queen's death. So tomorrow, we will hear from the new king in a televised speech he's giving to the Commonwealth and the rest of the world is going to be watching too. Then a special council will meet at St. James's Palace. British officials and members of parliament will proclaim the new king and swear allegiance to him. The actual coronation of the new king probably won't happen for a few months. Now there are a lot of other logistical things that have to change now that the queen is no longer alive. Her face, her official colors, her symbols are on almost everything in the UK. On money, on passports, on flags, on stamps, and yes of course the Commonwealth Anthem will change from God Save the Queen to God Save the King. So you've got 10 days of mourning, i.e. 10 days of darkness. I don't like the projections of Q stuff, but I do find these correlations fascinating. I really do. You have a change in money, which we're talking about. That would be called the Great Reset. 
as they change the currency from to a new currency with the king's face and get rid of God save the queen. Keep in mind that the city of London Bank and the city of London are the ones that are controlling most of the financial networks in the West. So these are not insignificant points all the way through. And all of this is happening at the same time that Mar-a-Lago raid and challenges are happening there, shaking the establishment and, and getting them off base. Take a listen to this. Tonight, the Justice Department is appealing a federal judge's ruling to appoint a so-called special master to review documents the FBI seized from Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Earlier this week, remember, a judge approved the former president's request to have a neutral third party sift through the seized materials. Well, the DOJ argued it was unnecessary because it had already completed a review. Remember these words, trust your government. We know how that goes. And they're really playing that card heavily, as, and they're speaking heavily to those on the left that are deceiving to get their hands on these documents. What's in these documents? And this is going to be the continuing question, but there's some real indications that these documents are much worse for the deep state than they are for anybody else. Take a listen to, the, listen to this. This is from Paul Sperry. And it says, this came in just a little bit ago, Paul Sperry developing, sources tell me Biden DOJ was also after Trump papers on Iran, particularly info about his dismantling Obama's Iran nuke deal. Who, could, who would be the most interested in securing that information? The architect of the Obama deal, who's, new busy, who's now busy in the West Wing hammering out another sweetheart deal for Iran, Jake Sullivan. He is also Biden's national security advisor, who is Sullivan's spouse, the counselor, top aide to Attorney General Merrick Garland, who also personally ordered the raid on Trump Mar-a-Lago estate to allegedly find and seize, quote, nuclear secrets. His aide's name is Maggie Goldlander. Coincidence? Don't bet on it. Patriots, this is a very interesting moment in time, and we've suspected something bigger on the Mar-a-Lago issue since the beginning. And to see the desperation, which I've mentioned here before, of the deep state, where it's literally reaching out far beyond its boundaries of, of legal precedent, is telling you that there is a lot of things going on that have, that have the deep state in sheer panic. That's an, a very important point, perspective to hold on to, because the media is now going to double, triple down on the idea that Trump is going to go to jail, and he might. I just need to say this, and I don't say this to alarm anybody they may attempt to arrest President Trump. This is how desperate they are. But I will guarantee you, when you look at the demeanor of the man, he's not worried about it. There is discussion that if that happened, they would probably sequester him in Camp David or something like this. They know that they're at their end of the rope. They, we are seeing this happen all over the country, all over the world, in fact, and it's shaking up everything. There is a. There was even something that went on in Prague that no, nobody was paying attention to. Take a listen. Let's talk about today's top story, and it is a revolt in Europe. I mean, it's going to become a revolt in the United States if the mainstream media will actually cover the story. Something huge happened this week, uh, and the Western governments better start paying attention to the people because people are pissed. I saw someone in the chat, one of the first comments tonight live in our live show, said, what do we do about this? What do we do about these governments? I said, we need to rise up. We need to rise up and throw these bums out. We need to tell them that their, their politics uh, driving us into the ground is, is, is done. 
and we need to elect new leaders. That's what we need to do. We need to take it to the streets like they just did in Prague this weekend. Now, this is not getting any coverage uh, in the mainstream media, very little. 70,000 people poured into the streets of Prague this weekend to demand a new government. And not just that, demand a new government, and they want a move away from NATO. We don't want to be in NATO. We don't want to have anything to do with NATO and the European Union. They're sick of these woke politicians. They're sick of these policies that are driving them into a cold, dark winter. Um, And they said they also are done. They want neutrality. They do not want them sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Enough is enough. This is is a huge development in Europe, and we will continue with that after the prayer. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we're here with you today and blessed as we are each day in the assembly of this fellowship, which touches across the world, bringing together the hearts and the, the faith of so many across countries and over borders, uniting us in the common focus in our love of Jesus and our love of you, Father. Father, today we pray for the strength of the patriots globally. We pray for the strength of those that walk with Christ to be that light, to continue to rise up and be strong and be defiant, to be ungovernable in the face of evil. Father, this is going to be a challenging time, and there will be challenges for each and every one of us. We will be, have to confront this evil in one way or another, but we pray for that strength of the people, your children, to now have that resolve to stand in front of evil, to never give in, to never bow and to continue to press forward for truth and for justice. Father, this is a time when the hand of justice must be brought to this earth. And the hand of justice can be wielded by ourselves, but we must be guided by you, Father. In all that we do, may you guide us. May you continue to give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and be clear on each and every step. May you continue to give us the wisdom needed to see through these deceptions and walk that clean path in faith and in love of Christ. Father, this is a time as well that with the tensions and the anxieties and the fears and the turmoil, it's easy for us to step off the path in that focus on Christ. And it's it's not something that we want to do. Many times it's something we just do because there's so much going on that we're often either consumed by it or we're seeking a reprieve from it. Forgive us, Father. It is not that that we seek. It's just there's times, frankly, we all tire, we all fatigue. So, Father, we just pray that you can give us that touch, that, that, that blessing to lift off some of this burden, to let us feel the joy of Jesus in our heart, that joy that overwhelms us, that joy that guides us, that joy that we see, feel, live, breathe, that reminds us that no matter how difficult things get, no matter how distracting things may seem, all we have to do is just put our eyes on Christ. And in so doing, embrace the full power of healing and love that that brings within us and the strength that that gives us, Father. Father, this this is a time when these little reminders are so important. And it's the reminder that comes in so many forms in so many ways that we know that you speak. It's the sunrise, it's the, it's the cloud formation, it's the beautiful birds in the morning, it's the subtle things that we suddenly pay attention to, to realize that you're everywhere, you're speaking to us, you're with us, and in times like this, 
it can be so important to so many to just to have that subtle, quiet reminder. So, Father, we just pray for that today for the many patriots and Christ-loving patriots across this world to be reminded that you're there, always there, that Christ is with us, walking with us. This is a time when so many people do feel alone, when, in fact, we know we're not, but it's easy to fall that way. And while we're not giving excuses, Father, it's just a reminder that we're imperfect. We're not, we're not perfect people. We do make mistakes. We do fall. We do stumble. But the most beautiful part about who we are, Father, is that we're putting our eyes on Christ to you. We're seeking you with all of our love. This world is a mess. It's a mess in part because of our own hand, in part because we turned our back on you, in part because we followed and chased the materialism, the consumption of wealth, the, the chasing the Joneses. It's, it's a mess in part because we got consumed with paying our bills and getting another house, but trying to do best for so many. It's not like we were intentionally trying to sin, but in the process of a massive trap that was set for us, so many have fallen. And so now it's time, Father, for us to build the bridges to bring so many to rise, to stand with you, to stand with you in our hearts, to stand in front of this evil and to never bow. Let the fires of righteousness be ignited. May the power and the fervor that comes from being the royal blood of being your children be awakened. May we stand now with the eyes piercing through this darkness, bringing through the light that's necessary to destroy this darkness and and never allow it to be in the dark again. May we see through the deceptions of those that are trying to peddle great promises, not in your name. May we be clear of those that are walking and trying to promise greatness for a future, not in your name. And may we demand it or or walk away from it if they don't embrace the love of Christ. Father, this is a very important time for the world, a time for the world to be shaken, a time for the world to be centered in the deep faith that was, it's been offered to everyone. All they have to do is reach. This is a time for this country in particular, the United States, to awaken and to rise, to remember its roots, its roots that put you on the throne from the very beginning, a land that was blessed, not intended to be divided, a land that is led by the many who have shed their blood, the memories that they are there, that we have been here to keep the vigilance, to maintain the freedom, to maintain the righteousness, to maintain the sovereignty that you gave us. And so that mantle is passed to us, Father. That mantle is passed to us to protect and defend and to do so with every bit of our breath until our dying days. Father, we are now fighting for the future, not just for ourselves or our children, but the future for generations unborn, to resurrect a gift of a, of a country that was blessed with your blessings of the pursuit of happiness and all things that we needed to survive and to aspire to greatness. Now is that time, Father, that we must stand, and we know that we must do this solely through you and through our love of Christ. So in these times, Father, guide us, protect us, bless us. We humbly put ourselves before you, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, this is an amazing time, indeed, as we've said, and and this is a time to embrace the power and the love of all that we have with Christ and and through Christ to the Father. Take a listen to this piece. This is 
what we're facing now and why we're facing it is because these people in power are in sheer panic. And Trump and all the others so hard right now. Simple. 8 November. Bring it big. We're going to bring it big, hard and loud on 8 November. You're going to get crushed at the polls with a MAGA ticket. And then we're going to investigate your entire family, everything you've done in your administration, the invasion of the southern border, all your corruption in Ukraine, your perverted son, and all the money you took from the Chinese Communist Party, and we are going to move to impeach you. We will impeach you, and we are going to remove you from office. The battle lines are drawn. There, there's, there's no compromise here. One side's going to win, and one side's going to lose. Very simple. And they should understand, we're not, not only not backing off an inch, we have not yet begun to fight, as John Paul Jones said. Okay, we've so, Patriots, I agree with some of what Steve said there, and it's that Steve Bannon, and I, I respect what he's saying, but there's a part of that statement of what he's saying there that needs to be very viscerally appreciated and understood by each and every one of us. Those, many of those things he listed, the invasion of the border, the idea that there's corruption now at all these levels, there is an element, like I always say, of being able to clean out the muck from the deep state at the top level. But at the local level is where it's infected the most. It's where it affects our day-to-day lives. That's on us to do. And that means as well in communities where we have illegals, fighting-age males who have settled in to cause chaos and problems, that must end. Where child sex trafficking is local, it must end. Where drug dealers are running rampant locally, it must end. Where Antifa and BLM are somehow running the streets, it must end. And that means that we, the people, have to stand too, come to the line to start demanding and ensuring that there is justice in all these communities in which we live. This is not going to be an easy fight. And I say that because we are at a point right now of criticality, a point where all things are starting to come to a head. And we've known this is coming. We've talked about it now for probably two, three years of knowing that there was a point when the entire system would come to the brink. We're getting there very rapidly. And those in power are the ones that are now in, in panicked because they're losing control of all the control that they had. And it's happening in part because so much of it is happening, in fact, because the people are waking up and no longer listening to what they are saying. The narrative that they controlled us with is collapsing. And with that, there's two paths that sit before us. There is the path of the political line to restore things through politics only, and there is the path of the line walking with Father, with Christ in our heart, knowing that that line is the true line, and it takes us away from the politics, the noise, the deceptions, and it puts us on a true reset. It has to happen in this nation if we're truly going to reset the power to the people. That reset is a moral reset, not just an economic or political reset. A few other things just worth noting. On, I'm going to read from the latest post by BioClandestine. He's got some good points here um, on this Mar-a-Lago raid, and it's worth remembering these. They go like this. But based on Trump's most recent comments to Newsmax, the docs that they he's referring to the docs the FBI took are about essentially everything. Trump said that the documentation in question exposed a deep state plot against him, which is the reason he declassified them and took the docs to protection 
for his protection or for the for their protection, excuse me. There are reportedly 11 sets of documents the FBI was interested in. So what are all the docs about? All of the docs are about deep state crimes that Trump was concerned that they might destroy. That would cover a wide variety of subjects. Thus far, we know some of the docs to pertain to the Iran deal and a Russiagate crossfire hurricane. But what about the, the crimes, other crimes Trump's, uh, Trump is aware of that might, they might want to prevent the deep state from destroying? Things like Uranium One, Libya, Haiti, Benghazi, 9-11, JFK assassination. Whatever else is, is in these docs, Trump is insinuating the FBI are looking to retrieve them to prevent him from showing it to the American people. That should come as no surprise. This is, as we knew, a panic move. We don't really know who the good guys are and bad guys are in this fight when we get into the, some of these maneuvers, like with the deep state, the FBI. There's good and bad mixed in, which makes it very convoluted. But that's, again, this other path. As we step away and we look across this valley that they've created, we can see more clearly what's going on. We are the consummate watchers. We are the consummate path for humanity right now. And I don't say that to prop people up and to try to create some sort of elitism. But as we walk with a true moral foundation in this fight, it's the one thing that's going to make a difference in the end. Politics is emotional. And it being when you get emotional, you lose perspective. You get raged with fear and anger. We need to keep our head. We need to keep walk and walk clearly. This is an operation that God has put us on and a mission ahead of us to ultimately restore God to the throne in this country. That is on us to do. And that is a very powerful, very and hugely responsible walk in which we make. The deep state is in panic. That also means that they're going to throw everything at the fire. That they're not going to leave anything. They're going to leave it all on the field. We have to be willing to do the same. That means that there can be no compromise with them. That means that there, that there is truly a winner and a loser. And while we can say in God's world that we can save people, have compassion for people, we do not compromise with evil. And we are dealing at this point in time with pure evil, and the threshing floor has been made clear. We know where people stand. If the people that are in the deep state, even if they are supposedly good, are following the orders of the deep state, they are hands and complicit operators of evil. That must be understood. The time to decide is now. We are in the valley of decision, and this is a massive moment for, the, for humanity and the people of this nation. We the people must rise. We, the people, must stand. We, the people, must understand that we have the numbers, we have the power, and in the end, we will win. Patriots, I hope you have a very blessed Friday. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. We are at war. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, tonight I'll be speaking at the Covenant event in Plymouth, Massachusetts. It's put on by the Resistance Chicks. Tonight's show, which I've pre-recorded, will be with Pastor Brad Cummings. It's a fantastic interview. I hope you'll tune in. And tonight, Fishers of Men will be run by our good Duncan the Kilted Christian. So please enjoy. 
I'll talk to you soon. Have a blessed day. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in.
we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.